Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We're lawyers, mothers, and co-hosts of the podcast Pantsuit Politics. We have more in common than divides us. In a world that defaults to false dichotomies, we explore the messiness of living wisely. The choices, trade-offs, priorities, and grace of living a nuanced life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Nuanced Life. We are so excited to be here today talking about perspective and the perspective we can gain over the passage of time about events both good and bad in our lives. Before we get started, we wanted to share that our Nuance Nation tour is in full swing. We will be in Louisville on September 28th interviewing Amy McGrath, who is running to unseat Mitch McConnell for the United States Senate. And we have more seats available. It was sold out for a while, but we have added seats to the venue. And so if you would like to come see us in Louisville, Kentucky, check out the link in the show notes. We're going to start with a commemoration from Yomi, who is celebrating 20 years of her family being in the United States after immigrating from Nigeria. This is also the 13th year that her mom has been a single parent to five kids. Yomi's dad left the family. This year, her youngest sibling graduated from college and started a new job. And Yomi is thinking about her mom and what all these years have been like for her because Yomi now has two sons and is just recognizing what it must have taken for her mom to do this. She says, I have two boys and it takes all I have and am to care for them and be a wife. So I find myself looking back on my life and wrestling with the idea of having been raised by one parent. It's a hard task parenting children, and she has done a superb job. I hope in 20 more years I can look back and say we did her proud and how we've raised our own little ones. What a powerful commemoration. You know, anybody who is living in a two-parent household and then has short periods of single parenting, you leave them always being like, single parents, how do you do it? Um, My husband just left town for three days, and it was... So hard because you never get that mental break from being the one worrying or not even a mental break, just like a place to bounce those concerns and anxieties off people. My very best friend's husband was deployed and man, like she got to a point where she about dropped her basket because it was so hard to be the only parent to three children. You think about doing that five kids in a new country. That is a lot. And I think it's so nice that Yomi is taking time to say You did a great job, mom, because all the moms I know want to hear that. I want to hear that Mm -hmm. someday. I know now when I have conversations with my own mom and I'm able to say things like, you know, this really impacted me positively. Thank you for this. I can just see in her face how much that means to her. And she did a superb job, too. And I think we can't ever say that enough to our moms. And so to really take this big step back and acknowledge what her mother went through while she is in the throes of putting her own life together in this way, I think is beautiful. And I think it's a real act of maturity because part of the issue of growing up, single parent, married parent, whatever, is realizing the very real ways your parents were human and flawed. Yomi's mom did something superhuman, but she's not perfect. I'm sure she made mistakes along the way. I don't think there was ever probably times where Yomi never got mad at her mom or was upset with a choice her mom made. So 
being able to take in the humanness of your parents to see the sort of long arc of their journey and to both acknowledge ways you wish things had been different, but that the real obstacles they overcame. And that definitely, I think, comes with the clarity and grace of becoming parents yourself and seeing how difficult the job is alone or together with somebody else. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot, this journey of parenting and humanness. And again, to do that in a new culture, in a new place, there's so many aspects of parenting that I think all the time, why does no one tell us how to do this? And then I realize it's because there's not one right way to do this. There are lots of ways to do it. And most of it depends on your values and your capabilities and just what the day is like when you're trying Mm -hmm. to address it. And I think about how confusing and stressful I find all of it in a context that is completely familiar to me. And to do that on your own in a context that is not completely familiar to you, I just think, I think Yomi is wise to recognize how difficult this was for her family. And I'm so happy that it seems to have turned out so well for everyone. So congratulations to this mom on a job very well done. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. Do you ever wonder? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How the natural deodorants work. Well, Hug Me Deodorant by Bloom, that's B-L-U-M-E, is made with probiotics. The probiotics encourage your body to make more good bacteria. And as a result, your body produces less bad bacteria, so B.O. doesn't exist. It lasts for 24 hours and doesn't have to be reapplied throughout the day. Mainstream antiperspirants contain aluminum, which gets absorbed into our bloodstream and has been linked to cancer. Hug Me Deodorant is safe and sustainable. It's rated the best deodorant ever by the New York Post. Hug Me by Bloom keeps you feeling good, feeling fresh, and super huggable. Right now, our listeners will get 25% off their first stick and free shipping when you text NUANCED to 797979. This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else, and you support the Nuanced life when you support our sponsors. So text NUANCED to 797979 to get 25% off your first stick of Hug Me deodorant. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. Text NUANCED, N-U-A-N-C-E-D, to 797979. Nina is commemorating the perspective that comes with the end of an important decade in life. She writes, My birthday is in a couple of days, and for the first time in a long time, I would actually prefer it pass without much fanfare. I will not be organizing a big party. I will not be choosing a semi-fancy restaurant and designing a cute e-card and writing quippy, kind messages to guests. I will not be decorating a long table with tapered candles and scattering greenery for a runner. Frankly, there might not be cake or glasses to clink. I will probably take a walk and do some yoga. I will most certainly listen to Patty Griffin. I hope to have ice cream, and I will count this all as good. I am coming near the end of my 20s, and this part of my life has been beautiful and brutal, thrilling and tiring. In all truth, the dearest friends who I wish I could see on this birthday are more than a quick drive away. Distance separates us, and life stages do too. The people who feel most like home to me are scattered across the country, and I miss them acutely. 
I suppose what I'm commemorating most right now is this present tenderness, the tenderness of grief and transitions and poignant reminders of how life might never look the way we'd always pictured it. The tenderness of naming how love is generous enough to blanket the globe and yet loneliness still happens. The tenderness of asking the friends who are still close by to help me hold both joy and sadness. The tenderness of gratitude for the safety to be honest. The tenderness of learning to be hospitable to my own deep emotions, of choosing to believe everything belongs. What a writer Nina is. So beautiful. And I love how she talked about in her longer message to us that there are people having kids in one part of the country and there are people graduating from a program in another part of the country. And she really fleshed out that sense that you're separated both by miles and just by how consuming life is in these decades. I think about 20s and 30s, there are so many friends that I wish that I had held closer to. And you just get so absorbed in what you're living during that time that it's really difficult. And I was not very successful at it. And so I really related to that sense of like, gosh, there are so many people out there that I love so much. And we're just not in touch in the way that you need to be in touch to celebrate birthdays together. And there's something really hard about that. On the optimistic side, though, Nina, I will say that as I get closer to 40, I am finding more space for those relationships again and more commonality and less of that sense of we are all so deeply absorbed in what we're doing that we can't come together. And and I honestly am finding that those friendships as I get closer to 40 are so much more interesting. Not that there are better people, but that we all bring to it a sense of appreciation for what friendship looks like now. I really love her use of the word tenderness. I think about this a lot with my physical body as I age. I think when I was young, I pictured my older body as getting tougher, as like building up calluses, like things wouldn't affect me as much. And I would be, my body would have, you know, worn up some toughness. And in actuality, I found with my physical body and with my emotions and spiritual presence and everything there is, there's more tenderness. My body is more tender to change. My reactions can be really tender, bumping up against other human beings in my life, touches tender spots that I had forgotten or didn't know I had or are new. So I love the use of that tenderness and the acknowledgement of it and the ability to honor it and to say, as I grow older, instead of running from this tenderness, I'm going to lean into it and I'm going to acknowledge it and I'm going to treat it with the respect it deserves. Because, you know, I think tenderness is often a sign of sensitivity. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Activity and trauma, it's also a sign of growth. It's the spaces in which we learn to understand ourselves better and understand each other better and understand what we really need in life and from our relationships. And so Nina coming to her 30s and really bringing that awareness and that respect for tenderness is really special. 
we were driving from Detroit to Cleveland yesterday and Sarah and I both had a terrible headache and Sarah was like, why do we have a headache? And I said, because we're in a different place and it's different air and it's just affecting our allergies and stuff differently. And she was like, reject. I do not like this. I do not want to be fragile in this way. But I think that is what happens as you get older in a lot of different ways, as you just said, Sarah, physically, spiritually, emotionally, I feel much more sensitive to everything that's going on around me. And I think there's something really nice about that, especially when you're able, as you're closing your 20s out, to name that and notice Mm -hmm. it the way that Nina is. So, Nina, congratulations on your good taste with Patty Griffin and ice cream. (laughs) And happy birthday. We will be right back after this short message from our sponsor. So I have this theory that you're either a UTI person or a yeast infection person. And I've always been very grateful that I'm a yeast infection person. That's a lot of information. But UTIs are painful. I see my friends go through them. They're painful. They're hard to treat. And they are the second most common infection in the United States. Half of all women get UTIs. And about one in five women struggle with reoccurring UTIs. If you get them, you know that cranberry juice is useless Mm -hmm. and taking too many antibiotics can be problematic. So what should you do? Try Eucora, the natural, effective way to prevent UTIs. Eucora was developed using the best research available in collaboration with a team of physicians. Eucora's unique formula targets bacteria, enables you to safely flush bacteria out of your urinary tract, stopping UTIs before they can start. Just mix it with water and drink it after intimacy or exercise or whenever you think you might be at risk for a UTI. If you don't know what causes your UTIs, Eucora has you covered on a day-to-day basis too. It's made with ingredients found in nature and it tastes like pink lemonade. Try Eucora risk-free for 30 days and say goodbye to UTIs. And right now, Eucora is offering 30% off when you text LIFE to 474747. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Text LIFE to 474747 to get 30% off of your order of Eucora. That's L-I-F-E to 474747. Finally, we are hearing from Lara, who was profoundly unhappy in her job to the point of feeling like dissociated with herself. And she searched for a new job for seven months without finding anything she was excited about. So she gave herself a date by which she was going to quit. And she started making preparations. Whether she had a new job or not, she was going to leave. When the time came, she did not have something new lined up and she quit anyway. And she said her boss was shocked when she sat down to have this discussion. And she writes, in many ways, it felt irresponsible to deliberately let go of stable employment. I am not a risk taker by nature. It felt selfish knowing how many people struggle to find employment that meets their basic needs. Was I asking too much of my job? And yet, thanks to the support of wonderful people in my life, I came to feel that the greater risk was to stay. I'm at a stage in my life where others are not relying on me for financial support, and this was a decision I could make. Lair has since found a job that she's excited about, but she wanted to commemorate trusting herself enough to make this leap. I cannot applaud Lair's decision enough. I often say, you know, the growth and understanding and perspective on life I gained from being the victim of a school shooting at a young age is that you only get one wild and precious life, man. Life can change so quickly on a random day, and it is short, and it is fragile. And so to stay in a position that makes you miserable, to me, is 
awful. It's awful. And I understand that there are people who are in that position who be, other people do depend on them for financial support and they, their choices feel limited. But I'm so, so happy for Lara that that was not her case and that she could make that leap and be brave and take ownership and say, I only have this one life and I'm not going to spend it at this miserable job. And I'm glad she had people that supported her because what a great way to move forward. I think the degree to which we identify with and are affected by our work exists on a continuum. And there are people who can just go to work. Mm-hmm. And even if they hate what they do, it's it's not wearing on them every single day in a way that's monumental. And they can make a trade-off like, well, the benefits are really good. My schedule is somewhat flexible. The pay is fine. So it's worth it. That is an analysis that some of us are just not capable of making because we identify so strongly with what we do. And as a result, what we do really impacts us physically and mentally. I mean, I I tell people like we seriously underestimate the trauma that gets inflicted mm-hmm. on people in workplaces all the time. We spend so much time there. And if your work is really important to you and if feeling validated in your work is really important to you, staying in a job that you hate can be the most damaging thing you can do, even to the people who rely on you for financial support, because the person you become as you're stuck there is miserable. And so I think sometimes we're not able to find the next thing while we're holding on to the last thing. Searching for a new job is a job in and of itself. Having kind of the emotional presentation and the confidence to go get a great new job when you're in a job you're miserable in sometimes is not available. Mm -hmm. And we do just have to take some risks, you know, and and our capacity for risk exists on a continuum. But if you are a person who strongly identifies with a job, is really, really miserable where you are and has enough capacity to take this risk, I think it's one of the best decisions you can possibly make. Yeah, I know there's a lot of privilege in this discussion. And I, you know, I want to acknowledge that. And I understand that many, many people, because of identity, because of geographic location, because of outside limitations, do not feel that they have the capacity to change jobs. And I get that. But, you know, not to go full Tim McGraw here, but I often say, like, if I got a pancreatic cancer diagnosis tomorrow, I wouldn't change anything. I would still do my work. I would still organize my time the same way. And sometimes that thought experiment, which becomes cliche to sort of live like you were dying, is helpful. And if, you know, you got some sort of crazy news or crazy diagnosis or something shifted dramatically in your life and you wouldn't hesitate for a millisecond to get the hell out of your job, it might be time to get the hell out of your job. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. I'm so glad that Lara had that perspective. I think it's wonderful that Yomi has the perspective to celebrate her mother and that Nina has a perspective on her birthday and on the decade that she's about to head into that can teach all of us a lot. We will be back in your ears on Pantsuit Politics on Friday to talk about five things you need to know about the modern labor movement and back here celebrating your commemorations next Wednesday. Please keep them coming. Have a wonderful week and keep it nuanced. Dylan Garvin produces The Nuance Life. Elise Knapp is our managing director. The Nuance Life is listener supported. Go to patreon.com slash the nuance life. For $5 each month, you'll receive an entire bonus episode of The Nuance Life. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Dylan Garvin is the composer and performer of our ad music. For more information about The Nuance Life and to connect with us through our weekly email, visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com.